Oh, you gonna you gonna finally let me uh, run the show here, JG? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm releasing the reins, man. We're, we're 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 back with the I believe the 11th episode of what we call the weekend no show, and finally, after all this time, JG has released his tight grip of power to allow someone else to host this show, man. <laughs> Under duress, I might Under add. Under duress, man. Under duress. Under duress. Um, anyway, listen, folks, weekend no-show. I got my boy, JG, the insidious LAT. What's good, fellas? Yo, 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 what's up? Cool, man. So listen, we've got a, we've got a serious topic today, right? We're going to talk about the Scott Adams-Dilbert controversy. But, uh, you know, because we are who we are, you know, it's going to be a mix of serious, not so serious, a little bit funny, probably some disrespectful, you know, because that's how we do. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Right now, a little bit of background uh, for the brothers on this podcast. We've all, you know, lived in kind of predominantly white and predominantly black neighborhoods at different times of our, our lives. Is, is that true for you guys? Yeah, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, you know, our, our opinions are informed by, our different experiences that we've had, just like anybody else. It doesn't mean we're always right, you know, but we're going to share our view and hopefully we get some comments back from you and, you know, we can build, build some bridges here and try to move forward. And uh, yeah, I mean, actually we, we are always right, but you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll listen to your comments. Um, also, a you know, couple caveats, um, LAT and, and JG, a little bit biased because, you know, we, we, we know they love white women. So, you know, understand where their comments are coming from. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. For, for you, you wasn't supposed uh, to say that. Hey, man. You know the truth. The truth comes out on the on the podcast, man. Um, for those of you who, who aren't totally up to date on this, Scott Adams is a um, is a an artist who had a who's had a long running you know cartoon strip. Uh, I guess you'd call it in in major newspapers around the country called Dilbert. I think it's like about kind of like office comedy type type of situations. There, there was a cartoon as well, I believe. And yeah, there's a there was a TV cartoon uh, at yeah. some point. And anyway, this this cartoon was was uh, canceled by all the major newspapers and, and his syndication partners um, based on some comments that he made that were viewed as kind of like a, an anti-black tirade. And um, what what Scott Adams went off on was um, a report by uh, it was called a Rasmussen report that said only about 53% of black people that they surveyed agreed with the statement that it's okay to be white, right? Meaning that about half the people um, surveyed didn't think it was okay to be white, right? And so he went off on that. Um, he, he, he referred to, to black people as, a, you know, that think that way as a, as a hate group. Um, he referenced uh, Don Lemon, you know, the CNN anchor, uh, or I think former CNN anchor, um, who also went on a tirade kind of against, you know, black neighborhoods and neighborhoods not being clean and crime ridden and all that sort of stuff. But let me read, let me read the statement that, that Scott Adams made on his, his video podcast um, in response to this poll that, that basically was saying about half of black people don't think it's okay to be white. Um, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away, is what Adam said. Wherever you have to go, just get away because there's no fixing this. It can't be fixed. Um, so I don't think it makes sense as a white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. There's no longer a rational impulse. 
So I'm gonna back off on being helpful to black America, but it doesn't seem like it pays off. And then recently he tweeted, uh, you know, my syndication partner canceled me. Dilbert has been canceled, uh, you know, basically because I gave some advice everyone agreed with. And then Elon Musk uh, recently came out in support of him and said, for a very long time, US media was racist against non-white people. Now they're racist against whites and Asians. Um, so that's that's the the background on it. Um, apparently, at least in Adam's view, he's been a um, uh, an advocate or a help to the black community throughout his career. I don't I don't know how true or false that is. You know, I can take him at his word. Um, but something set him off, and I and I guess it was in part this this poll that basically said half of black people don't really like white people. But let's leave it there, fellas. Let's jump in, Vel. What you think, man? What's your initial response to this? Well, my initial response is, uh, who fucking who, Scott Adams? Uh, you know, I, unfortunately, you know, people in, in sort of positions like like Adams, uh, eventually, they you know they they let their ass out. You know, they they get comfortable in their own skin and and feel like they can say whatever. And that and when there are repercussions, you know, it's all some it's you know it's, it's they've been canceled they haven't been canceled it's that you know you just can't say whatever you want to say and, and not expect there to be repercussions and you know boo-hoo if, if you know if, if you if you lose money because you decided to speak out on, on some dumb shit by the way then then you know such is life oh boy so that's my initial response and I, we can get sort of deeper into it not just scott adams but just sort of uh celebrities, uh, politicians, people, you know, with a little bit of uh, authority or a little bit of a uh, little bit of fame, a little celeb, how they think that, you know, that like the rest of us, they can say whatever the hell they want to say. So that's my initial sort of opening response. Got you. Got you. So, so, um, you know, people in positions of, of, I'll say status where they're known, um, feel like they can say anything they want without repercussions. And, and this is, him finding out there's repercussions. Uh, JG, right, what you yeah. think, man? What, what's your response to that? I mean, my initial response was, I I just wanted to dig deeper on this thing. And when I see these polls, I'm like, where did this poll come from? Mm -hmm. So then I go to this Rasmussen, Rasmussen reports, and it's like, wait a minute, you, you surveyed 1,000 American adults. And... Right. Oh, okay. So, I mean, looking at the Rasmussen, it the the questions they ask are are, are very leading. You know, um, I, I get there, and it's you know not woke yet. Most voters reject anti-white beliefs. Um, there's always something where it is it is uh, kind of leading questions. Sixty-one percent believe Feds helped in, incite Capitol riot. I mean, this is a conservative. Um, think tank essentially and you know most voters think Biden too old for second term so this is this is their um polling and even more so they so they surveyed 1,000 adults right and so let's consider the numbers so they're saying half or or uh, Scott Adams is saying half of black people they're racist they're racist but again you know let's check it I looked even further to break down the numbers even more, he he kind of read it wrong. What it what it really was was that there was 
thirteen percent of the of the thousand people were black, and you know they were six. It breaks down to like sixty one total black people, and so then even more, it wasn't forty seven percent who disagreed. So the question was, it's okay, or it wasn't even the question. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? It's okay to be white. Fifty three percent of Black Americans agreed. Remember, this is. 53% of the 61 black people they were asked. So 53% agreed. Then 26% disagreed. 21% not sure. So mm -hmm. then Scott Adams is saying, you know, half of black people are, are racist. 26 disagreed. But, but again, the statement was it's okay to be white. And it's a charged statement. It's, it's charged because that is a white power statement, which I'm sure some of those, you know, black respondents knew the okay symbol, it's okay to be white. Those are white power statements mm. that I think came out of 4chan or came out of somewhere, but the okay symbol and, and things like that, those are white power symbols. And I'm sure some of the black people were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, I'm not gonna agree with that. That's a white power statement. So Scott Adams, I mean, clearly he even said later on, this is not just about the poll. Of course not, Scott, because they can't be just about the poll because the poll, um, it's 61 black people. And then if you look at these polls, what are we supposed to do? It's a thousand people. I guess we have to extrapolate that up. If you look at Rasmussen and even further than Rasmussen, they are claiming that, or it says that this pulse opinion research is responsible for their field work. So this was an automated polling that was done by telephone and done online. And then it says that it's weighted. The raw data is processed through a weighting program to ensure that the sample reflects the overall population in terms of age, race, gender, political party, other factors. Weighting program, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is, but I mean, it seems to me Scott Adams said what he wanted to say. This was, this was, you know how things spontaneously combust, but it's not spontaneous. It's been, it's a reaction that's been building and then it bursts into flames. So here's Scott Adams, tired of being demonized uh, for being white. He feels personally offended um, by a lot of the rhetoric of the last few years. And now he has just finally exploded. He can't take it anymore. And, and to hell with the 53% who aren't supposedly racist, he's just gonna, he's just gonna write them off, I guess. So uh, it's a shame because I, I like the Dilbert cartoon and, and things, but something like that is kind of difficult to separate the, the, the creator from the work in a situation like that. So one other one other thing, I'm glad you brought up the numbers. Um, one of the articles that I read echoed the numbers that you shared, JG, but they said there was a total of 117 black people surveyed. And I just think the point is for the audience is that, you know, different people, different outlets have agendas, you know, political and otherwise. And numbers can be flipped and interpreted in a lot of different ways. So we got to be careful, you know, when we when we respond to those things because people can use those numbers you know for good or for for ill 
Let me ask, let me ask this question, and, and, and Val, you can jump in on this. Based on what he said, was it racist? Was it something else? Does it matter? What do you think? Well, I don't know if I if I call it racist. It means ignorant as hell. That's it's definitely ignorant. I I won't call it racist. I mean, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and if your opinion is that you don't want to fuck with black people, or if that's your desire, that doesn't necessarily make you racist. It makes you an idiot, but it doesn't make you racist. So I I I, I here's the thing. I don't even know if I have a problem with what I have a problem with, you know, everything with, that you guys said that like, dude, you're ba- you're you're you just ruined your career over a over a poll from from an organization that we know is not to be trusted. And this is like I hate it when people who I kind of respect give me a reason to not respect them. So that that's what it is with me. It's yeah. like so I just you're, you're disappointed Scott. in a sec. In yeah. A sec. yeah. I'm just like, well, you know, that's great, man. You know. I guess I'm glad I know how you really feel, as you know, as someone who yes. needs to support, yeah. who, who supported him all these all these years. Exactly. Yeah, I, so, I bought plenty of Dilbert stuff. I thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah. So not not racist, but but you know, foolish and disappointing as someone who was you know, somewhat of a fan or or respect his respected his work. Yeah. 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 JG, what do you think? I mean, because you know, because. When you when you read the articles and you listen to the online narratives, it's you know, and he's he went on an anti-black tirade. He's racist. Is that an accurate description of it? Does it matter how it's described? You know, what what do you think? I mean, it might actually be the the textbook definition of racist because what I what I was saying before is what about those fifty three people, fifty three percent who apparently are on your side who are saying it's okay to be white. He's just painting with a broad brush, black America. Black America is to be written off by Scott Adams. And he's basing it on, you know, the color of skin. He's not, he's certainly not basing it on what they said because 53% agreed with him. Why do you think he's doing that? And well, I mean, like I obviously we're, we're speculating, but we'll, yeah, you know, it's more than the than than the than the poll. What's what's what is yeah. he perceiving in in the world in the United States that's that's making him feel that way? He he literally yeah he says it's more than the poll, but I mean, let's face it, you know, white men have been under attack. They've been under assault, and for the last you know ten years, and and deservedly you know, so. Well, you know, and that's the thing is is, is like. When there is when there is power to be had, it has to come from somewhere. They have the most of it. And when people are asserting themselves and they're taking away power, you know, it mostly comes from them. Even if it's just their image of, of being someone that you cannot assail. Like for mo- most of history, you can't assail a black or a white person. You can't say something bad about them. What are you nuts? And they're they're used to that. But now that protection is gone, and again, but you know, some some of some of it, you know, I I say a lot of it I thought was fair. Some of it I'm like, wow, really, <laughs> you know. But but uh, that's where they're coming from. I feel like that's kind of how we got Trump. I feel like there was a huge um, assault on on white men, and they got tired of it. And 
that's they were like, hey, I'm going to go and vote for Trump. Got you. Here, here's an interesting fact that I came across that you may not know about. I, I certainly didn't know is that uh, Adams came out and admitted that for, for uh, many years, he actually identified as black. Um, now, I'm assuming that uh, this was like, you know, on forms or whatever he was doing. Um, he said because it was because partly because it was an option and partly because, quote, he wanted to reap the benefits of the time and money he claims to have poured into black America. So I, I, I'm curious to know exactly what he's done. He, he's, he more than implies, he's stating that he's done a lot for black people in black America and helped in various ways. So I don't know what causes he might've been involved in, um, but uh, he was identifying as black uh, in different ways in, in order to benefit on that. They don't give much more detail in, uh, uh, on that, but uh, I thought that was kind of- Yeah, he said that funny. where he's, he seems upset that his contributions to black America are not respected or, or lauded in some way. And it just struck me as, as uh, somebody who, if, you know, if he's not getting his props, then he's out. Gotcha. And that's, that's it. This isn't done for, for what good it can do. This is done for him to get a good feeling out of it and to get respect, get his props. And to, to do something good because it's good is, is not good enough. It has to be known. He has to get, um, you know, his, his laudable uh, remarks and, and, I don't know, good press or something, what he was looking for. Well, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, you it kind of talked a little bit about people in positions of status or whatever, um, coming out and making statements and, um, you know, having to deal with the consequences of that. Did, did you want to go deeper into that? No, I did not want to go deeper into that. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, okay. ladies and gentlemen, the, cha the challenges of, of developing a podcast with a curmudgeon. <laughs> I introduce you I like to, to the like insidious to make, LAT. I like, to make, I like to make blanket statements and then move on. Dip <laughs> out, yeah. And, and people, this is why you understand why I love to interrupt them. You know, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. All right. Well, here, one of the I'm digging a little deeper. So, and at least for me, I, I, I'm only speaking for myself. I have a real problem with that because like generally whenever someone who's in a position of status lets me know that they're idiots, it just, it ruins them for me and it ruins their work for me. And it's just like, man, I, that's 20 years of support that I wasted on that dude. You know, we can talk about him. We can talk about Kanye. We can talk about fucking Mel Gibson. Just, you know, just people who I genuinely, you know, I didn't know him or anything. I genuinely like these people. And then it's just like, wow, man, I, I've been, been supporting an asshole all this time. It's just, you know, it hurts a little bit, I guess. Yeah. yeah one, of the things that, one of the things I did after this article came out <clears throat> was um, I went on to like, uh, I guess what I would call black YouTube and just kind of listen to other podcasters and their, and their um, response to this. Now, this group of folks probably lean more uh, conservative than liberal. So, you know, you, you know, factor that in uh, to some of the comments. Um, but I was watching this one pod podcast, uh, a guy called officer Tatum, a black police officer in Texas. And um, he just went through, he showed clips of just presumably liberal, um, folks, you know, on the left, uh, really just talking about white people, white men in particular, how racist they are, how bad they are, how terrible they are. Um, 
And then he also shared clips of uh, brothers like, um, so Don Lemon had kind of a, I guess you'd call it a tirade. He was kind of going off on the black community and right. how we keep our neighborhoods and stuff like that. Of course, Don Lemon is black. He, he had a clip from, um, uh, his name is Charleston White. This, I don't know if you know him, but he's like a comedian, a DJ, um, radio DJ. He, he, he was in prison for a while, but now he does a bunch of work in the community, helping young brothers, you know, try to get back on track. And he just talked about, like he said, look, look at Snoop, look at Jay-Z and Beyonce, look at LeBron. Where do they live? They don't live in black neighborhoods. When we get some money, we want to live with white folks. Why is that? And so the, what, with this officer Tatum, a, a, a black man, was, was the point he was making was, look, we're, you know, the, everyone's going after Scott Adams for what he said, but there's some truth in it because we even know what things are like in our communities. Right. And we we know if you want, if you're plugged into social media at all, you know, there's there's kind of a constant stream of, of hate and negativity directed towards um, white people, white men in particular, white privilege, that that sort of thing. Um, so I, I don't think that can be disputed because that that's out there documented, um, you know, those kind of comments. But I guess the question is whether or not it's deserved. And should we hold people like Scott Adams? to a different standard than other black commentators that might say similar things. Um, I don't know, asking the question, what do, what do y'all think? Well, let me just quick say that, you know, the argument that Jay-Z and Beyonce and whomever no longer live in, in the neighborhoods they grew up in is the most stupid shit. I, oh, I say that a lot, but that's some dumb shit because hell no, people, you know, millionaires don't live in the neighborhoods that they grew up in. So no, it's just, it's just a dumb statement, like, oh, they left. Of course they left. Listen, you're, you're fucking Jay-Z. You don't want people knocking on your fucking door, <laughs> you know, in, in the old neighborhood. He, he grew up in the fucking projects. You think billionaire Jay-Z is going to, you know what, man, I never left the hood. That's some dumb shit. And, you know, that argument never quite sits well with me that when people, that you know, people make money and they leave the hood. Whether they want to or not, you kind of have to. You know, just for your own safety. If you got, you know, unless you want unless you want guards outside of your door or you want to put up a fortress, then you can't live in that old neighborhood. And so, whenever I hear that argument, I always roll. I roll my eyes every time, just because I'm just like, oh, here we go with that. You you moved out of the hood, nonsense. I moved out of my fucking hood, and I'm nowhere near rich. So, you know, the idea that you, in order for you to sort of show solidarity, you have to stay in the muck with everybody. I mean, you've made your way out. And you, you're doing your best to help out. That doesn't mean you have to live there in it. You can still you still contribute and still help and not be in it. And so the idea again, I'm gonna stop re you know repeating myself. But you know, I, whenever I hear that argument, I, I get a little upset because I don't live in a black neighborhood, and I'm you know I got a black fist on my on my chest, <laughs> not really, not literally, but I'm holding my fist. I think the crux of that article, though, the cru the crux of the argument. The, that guy was saying, uh, those people, they go to live with white people. He's saying they go to live with white people. And, and Val, you're right, completely, 100%. But this guy was saying, what, what do black people do? They go live with white people. Well, no. They, they would don't go, go live, live with white people, per se. They, they want to go live somewhere yes. with people who are on their level. And right. a lot of those, most of those people, due to the forces that we're talking about, happen to be white. If exactly. they were Indian, they would go live there. You know, if, if there was black people on their level, they would probably live there. And it's also like you said, you cannot, you know, does does 
Elon Musk go and live in, you know, the, the, you know, the mines of the dirt mines down in South Africa or wherever. And Hey guys, right. I'm back. You know, it's, exactly. These are, these are good points. And, and, you know, for the audience, it's like, this is why all of us have to take a quick breath and really check the things that we believe and even statements that seem kind of reasonable on his face. Like, well, you know, you know, he has a good point because black neighborhoods aren't safe. And if they were, then why would, why wouldn't more um, black, you know, well-to-do people live there? there? There seems to be some logic in there, but that's, that's why you gotta, you gotta pull some of these things back um, because it's not as simple as that. And there's a, there's a financial factor, right? An economic factor that, that is connected to race, but goes beyond race and you know more explain as as Val and JG just said uh, explains you know wh why there's that um, there's that leaving of the hood so to speak when when people make it so you know that's that's part of the hopefully the the, the the smarter discussion that we all need to we need to have but here's my question because because both of you are artists right different mediums but you've been artists for as long as I've known you and and on other podcasts we've talked about um, issues of censorship. So my question is, where is the line on censorship? How, how do we determine what can't be said and who gets, who gets to decide that? Um, and, and should you be able to say anything, but do you have to just deal with the consequences? So JG, what, what, do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, that, that word is thrown around a lot. I mean, censorship, and he's saying he's canceled. And it's like, come on, man, the, the, the bottom line is, as Vel was saying earlier, that you, you can say whatever you want. That's our free society. You can say what you want, but you're not free of the consequences of your free speech, though. So a lot of these people think they should just be able to say stuff and then nothing happens. And they say, oh, I'm canceled. Cancel culture. Well, not really. It just means if, if people don't want to fuck with you, then they're not going to fuck with you. And, and you're not entitled to have your comics published in a... In a uh, you know, in the, the syndicated newspapers every every week. You're not entitled to get money from people. You're not entitled to to our respect or, or uh, our admiration. And here's Scott Adams saying that free speech is under assault. No, it's not under assault. You can keep saying whatever you want, but the syndication, uh, the syndicated newspapers and such, they are not entitled to carry your, your work. Why, why is this a free speech issue? And it's another thing that, always strikes me as more right-leaning people are saying this. They're always saying, oh God, we're being canceled, being canceled. And yet they're the ones who are saying you need to leave the businesses alone. They're always on the side of business. Well, the business has decided that they don't want to fuck with you. And if that's the case, there's nothing to be done. Hey, leave it alone. This is free enterprise at work. If, if they are afraid that it's going to hurt their bottom line to carry your work and people aren't going to spend their money with that particular paper, then you know, in a capitalist society, they have every right to sever the business relationship to protect their own business. And yet there's always someone crying, you know, cancel culture, we've got to stop it. No, this is just, this is what happens all the time, but now it's just happening in a more direct, measurable way. I don't feel it, that there's any censorship going on with Scott Adams. Censorship essentially comes from the government, right? That comes from the government. It's, right. it's uh, you know, these people, they want to say stuff and not suffer the consequences for it. That's mostly what they mean, which was possible before. 
It was now it's not possible, and they can't accept that. So, in my opinion, you know, Scott Adams, he's probably got enough money where it doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. his his work's not going to be seen in the paper. But I, I noticed that when these guys they get canceled, and I'm putting canceled in the air quotes, they get canceled. He's going to have a groundswell of support now. He will put his comics out direct to people and he will probably make even more money on this. So I just can't see any kind of censorship issue here. Vel, what you think, man? I agree with everything John said. Um, Yeah, I don't have anything to add other than maybe I'd like to um, explore and I don't even know if I'm equipped to do it. I, I'd have to do some homework. Explore exactly what it is when people talk about cancel culture. I'm still not quite clear what cancel culture is. If it's what we were talking about, is it if, if it's the fact that people have to, you know, take responsibility for what they say, I don't I don't know if that's cancel culture. I think that's just, you know, the unfortunate, you know, that's unfortunately what happens when you have to take responsibility for what you're for what you're saying. Uh so, so when people throw out the term cancel culture or, or that they've been canceled, I don't quite know what it means. I mean, I have a general idea of what it means. It means that uh, people don't fuck with you anymore, but I don't know if that's, you know, the culture. I think, well, it's the culture, but it's not. Cancel culture seems to have negative connotations to it. And so I think maybe there should be another term for when that happens, because I don't know if it's that you've been canceled. It's just it's that you know what, a great percentage of people who used to fuck with you don't fuck with you anymore. You're not canceled. I mean, they didn't they didn't cancel Korobakai. I just stopped watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting point uh, that you guys have made. Because, you know, what is cancel culture? Is it justified? Is it really, you know, what, what people on the right are saying? I think I would describe it as, um, it's kind of like, if, if you remember a number of months ago, there was, there was similar controversies with Joe Rogan um, having used some language that, that people found offensive and they quote unquote wanted to cancel him by having Spotify drop his show from their platform. So that's that's what, and then people came out and supported Joe and that's that's what they meant by canceling, right? So that Joe loses his stream of income, loses his his platform, that's, that, that sort of thing. And what proponents on the, so proponents on the left wanted his show dropped from the major platform Spotify. Right. So he couldn't have his show proponents on the right who came out to defend free speech and go against, you know, quote unquote, cancel culture said, look, that's not, you know, sense in the terms in the way that they use censorship, the meaning of censorship. They said that's not that's not the way. If you don't like what he's saying, just change the channel. Don't listen to um, what he has to say. Right. So if you go you go to a store or a restaurant, they don't treat you well. Don't ever go back there. Right. That's that's what the right is saying. Don't try to shut down. The whole restaurant and the, the left is saying, no, 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 no. We don't. This this type of stuff doesn't belong in our society. We're shutting the whole restaurant down. And I got to be honest with you, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure where to fall on this line because I'm I'm really for freedom of thought, even if that thought I find is is offensive. I don't want to hear it. Whatever. I'm, I lean more, you know, art artistic expression, all that. I lean more towards allowing that to go on because I think when you start to shut that stuff down, it gives power to a group of people who now decide what what we all can listen to or not listen to. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't really want to be hearing nonstop from, you know, the right or racist people, how bad black folks are and how bad, you know, 
Black America is either. You know, so I'm not sure exactly where I come down with, but I think I think that's how they're looking at it. Is that if if you're on the right, you say if you don't like this stuff, just change the channel. If you're on the left, it's like, uh, no, we're we're shutting the whole the whole situation down, and that's that's what they're describing as cancel culture. That makes sense. I mean, to me, it, it just seems like every time I see this cancel culture, it it is a business acting to protect itself and protect its interests and protect its income, and I just don't see, I mean, look at the Spotify situation you're talking about with Joe Rogan, the right, you know, if, if people did what they said and they checked out and they just stopped listening to Joe Rogan, that's going to be the quickest thing to get rid of him. And then Spotify would be like, you know what, we can't deal with this, we're out. But since people kept listening, then they're going to, they're going to keep him. And, and yet the opposite happens when, when businesses feel threatened, when some celebrity does X, Y, Z and everybody's up in arms and they feel threatened and they see their bottom line being threatened, uh, impacted, then they're out. That is the basis, you know, that's our capitalist society. They should have the right to do that, right? You, you can't be forced into a business relationship with someone who you feel is bad for your bottom line. Yeah, and true. unfortunately, a lot of these people on the right, they have unpopular opinions um, and they then espouse those opinions and some of these businesses, they bail out. Sorry, I can't mess with you anymore, which unfortunately is their right to do. Yeah, you know, I, I see this in, in, in uh, establishments all the time. And, and I always wonder if, 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 if is that's truly a right, and I guess it is. It's the, whenever you see the, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. I'm like, oh, is that really a right? I mean, I mean if, 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 you know, if any shopkeeper or any uh, restaurant or any bar can literally just, at a whim, just refuse to serve people, I'm like, then you know what? No one is really canceled, are they? That's just, that's just the business. Sorry about that. That's just the business. Um, you know the the owner doing what they what they have a right to do, which is yeah, I, I, I don't fuck with you anymore. I think it makes sense. It's 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 um the concept that you have the freedom to say whatever you want to say, but but other people also have the freedom to respond to what you right. say. Right. You know, and one of those responses is to say, look, I'm not going to support you or support the platform that's employing you anymore, and then everyone's got business decisions to make. I think the 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 tricky part of this, though, is if you start to live in a society where your views are pushed completely out, where there are no platforms. See, right now, like if you're a Joe Rogan, whatever, um, you have a bunch of people came out against you, but he has still a very strong support from the right. So Spotify, it makes business sense for them to stand by him. But if, if Joe Rogan wasn't as popular or making as much money as he as he does, you could be damn sure Spotify is going to come off that political statement and, and yes. like, oh, no, we're getting rid of him, right? So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a business thing. But let me play devil's advocate. Again, you both are, are talented artists. Imagine this now. Um, JG, imagine you've, you've created a, a comic book, right, with a real um, you know, popular character, uh, let's say Black empowerment themes. Maybe you poke fun at the white establishment, that sort of thing pretty popular, but then people start coming out in a, in a predominantly white society coming out against that, um, 
saying it's racist, you know, whatever kind of language they want to use um, and start getting your, your comic pulled from the television, pulled from newspapers. And you're not in a position where the money don't matter, like the money still matters to you. Right. And the population of support you have, while it's while it's good, it's not strong enough to overturn the, the, the white power structure in this example. Right. In a sense, yes. You know, you have the freedom to express your art the way you want to. People have a freedom to respond to that, but their freedom to respond to that is basically put you out of a job, put you out of a career. You know, is that is that fair? Is that right? You know what I'm saying? Where there's not really an avenue for you to go somewhere else. Um, there's not enough support to 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 justify that. Well, you, let me let me go back to the beginning of what you were saying. You know, I, I can't wrap my head around me creating anything popular that anyone saw. <laughs> so I, I have to I have to quit and think about that first. It's like, wow, yeah. I think that's impossible. But um to what you're saying, unfortunately, in my case. I would then that would be my decision is if I'm going to I'm going to adjust my work to fit the market or am I just going to go down in flames because I'm not entitled to be able to make a living selling my comic. I'm not entitled to that. that that's what I want. It, it's like nothing, nothing that I'm entitled to has been denied me. So mm. it's it's unfortunately it's a situation where if, if I was doing that and then people took their dollar elsewhere, people voted with their dollar and they pieced out, then I'd have to just say, all right, well, uh, I either go against what I want to do and, and tailor it to you know society or I go and flip burgers somewhere and, and um, then uh, I just make my living that way. It's not society's fault, I don't think. That's 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 an important concept. I don't have to think about that deeply. You, you know what what we're actually entitled to, um, versus we just have an opportunity to participate in. Let me ask you this, because um, I think this is kind of what the question is underlying a lot of this is, um, and it's really a two part question: Are are white people today are they racist? The average white person that you come across are they actually racist? And maybe before even answering that, what what is racism? Is it just not liking somebody? What 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 is racism? Bill, what, what, what do you think, man? He's giving me the tough ones, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, man, I'm, put, follow, I'm following put, Bill. Put put the beer put the beer down, man. Put the beer down. Okay. <laughs> Whew, I got out of that one. What is racism? Damn, dude. <laughs> um, you know, I racism is racism is. Oh wow, that is it's a that's a tough one in that racism is one of those things you know it when you see it. Mm. <laughs> you know it when you feel it. Um I mean you didn't feel you didn't feel Adam's statement was racist, but you thought it was stupid, ignorant, right? At least that's yeah. that's what I thought I heard I, you I, say. I, I think that um, you know, someone's opinion or someone's uh, personal feelings about someone is but when when they have agency over those people or somehow can affect those people who they don't, who they dislike or don't trust or whatever, you know, based on, you know, based on the constructive race, then that's racism. That's, that's being able to sort of use your agency against people. Yes. Uh, who Based on their race. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the best answer you're going to get from me today. 
is that. And, and the reason the reason I asked that, Bill, and you know, sorry to put you on the spot, brother, but yeah, no um, worries. is that what's what's in the in the ether and the atmosphere and has been for a number of years now is is like this term white privilege. Um, and that, you know, white people today don't own slaves, but they have a privilege that is a historical remnant of their ancestors that ran the country and the world and built their wealth through slavery. And so pe white people today are responsible for, um, I guess, mo moving the ball forward in a much, much stronger way. And I, want, I wonder, is that true? Are we holding them to a standard that we shouldn't be? Or is it fair and, and white people need to do more? I, I don't know, JG, what you think, man? Well, I think that I, I've thought about that a lot too. It's like, what is it? Is it really fair? Because I don't want to be judged for stuff that I have nothing to do with. Oh, black people are criminals and they're rapists and criminals. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? I don't know anything about that, and I don't want to be judged for that. Like when when I'm walking and some lady grabs her purse, you know, and she you you you've all seen it, and they shrink yeah. away from you, and uh, you know, they're, they're scared of you. They're locking their doors and you're like, come on now, seriously. But I'm, I'm having to take those hits for things of other black people have done at some time or, or unfair, you know, opinions of black people as a whole. So now that same thing can apply to white people. They're not responsible for, you know, the ass whooping that, you know, some slaves took, uh, hundred, hundreds of years ago. And I'm like, Hey, what about that ass whooping? That my ancestor took, who's gonna who's gonna take responsibility for that? But at the same time, uh, like you said, there there is some benefit where they've been able to benefit from, you know, the 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 perks and what was built. Then things were able to be passed down, whereas we didn't get things that were passed down, and uh, a lot of the voting and just the I think I mentioned before on, on one of those, one of our earlier episodes of, of just the bias of, of people giving you the benefit of the doubt for being white and you don't get the benefit of the doubt for being black. You know, the, the 2020 um, segment I watched where even, even um, I mean, a blonde white girl could get anything and people were closing the door in the face of even the, the white women with dark hair. They're like, hey, can we mm. talk to you? No, not now. <laughs> and then the blonde girl comes, walks up and, and they're like, oh yes, of course, I can talk to you. So yeah, there's, there, I don't think there's much that the average white person can do. They, you know, the resources that they have, but I, man, to me, I just feel like the average white person is not racist. I mean, they're given given the givens. I mean, I've been helped by a lot of white people, <laughs> yeah. you know, who helped that, me what, when, when they didn't have to. And um, if I could just jump in there, uh, JG, because you said something I think is really important for us to consider. What is it that white people can do? Like, what what do you know? To the people that that think that most white people are racist and or the problem is mostly with them, what would we what do we want them to do? And I I mean that as a sincere question. What what do we want them to do um, to help move us forward past this race issue? What are we expecting from them? Uh, 
because I've never had that conversation with anybody. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, if you put it, like, do we just want reparations? Do I mean, what what do we yeah. want them to do? We got to turn those from pockets upside down and shake everything yeah. out. No, no, no. But but you know? yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it is a good question because what what realistically can be done, and you know, see, and the thing too, when you say white privilege, and somebody says, "Hey, I'm not rich. What white privilege? What are you talking about?" And then sometimes they don't have any more resources than you do. And I mean, real world resources of, of money just, and stuff. Let me just throw this out there while we're, you know, I think it's great that we're giving them all kinds of grace, but let's just, you don't have to be a racist to benefit from racism. So let's just go ahead and throw that out there. There's plenty of people who have benefited from institutional racism who aren't racist, and, but they've benefited from it. And, you know, this goes back to our Nepo babies talk. And that shit ain't fair. <laughs> no, hell so, no. So, you know, you know, I'm, I'm all about giving grace, but I'm also about, you know, listen, don't act like you, you don't benefit. I get it that you, you have no qualms with me or anybody else, but you also, Chad, benefit from institutional racism. I, I think that, that's, a, that's an excellent point. Um, we, I mean, to be honest, we all benefit from those that came from before us, both black and white, you know, to one degree or another. Um, and certainly white people benefit from the power structures that were, were put into place. I think the question, I think what, what gets difficult for them, if I can kind of, you know, I'm just trying to interpret uh, what, what I hear people saying in the social media ether is that, okay, so I have privilege. What do I do about it? You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, I have a benefit. What do I do about it now? And I think, and I, you know, I'm not expecting us to come up with an answer for that. But I think that's what that. There's, no, there's man, a frustration no, no, that comes with. You're, you're hosting this episode. Thing. You're hosting yeah. this shit. You need an answer. Hey, all you, this stuff. You, you are here. You are here asking these big, these big ass questions. <laughs> hey, man, hey. No, no, no. I just, no. I just work here, baby. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for my paycheck. You know, the man trying to keep me down. See, audience, audience, you, you, let me give you some insight. Um, our boss is JG. He's actually a uh, okay a, 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 a black AI chatbot, and he's gone rogue, baby. He's gone rogue. He won't let nobody. He won't let nobody host the show or do anything else. Man. I still ain't got my paycheck. That's that's the truth of it. No, but, man, it's uh, in the mail. It's in the mail. Listen, I, I actually, I actually do have the answer to this whole thing. Um, well, let me not say the answer. Uh, an explanation for what's going on, but uh, is there anything else before I before I dive into my conspiracy theories? Y'all y'all have anything else you want to say on the topic? No, I gotta hear this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 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 definitely interested in, in answers. So let's hear them. All right, I think all these things um, are threads connected to a greater tapestry, right? There's something bigger going on, um, bigger but but more simple. I think. This is a part of the whole racism um, battle, let's call it, that's been going on forever, is part of a divide and conquer strategy. You've got racism, now, now gender is part of it, um, sexual orientation. Um, all these things are, are part of this battle to divide people, right? Whether you're black, white, whatever your background is, because ultimately, I believe that there are 
there is a small group of people, you know, um, now numbers probably in the millions, but these are people who, who really have influence over society globally. And you talk about white privilege, this is, this is rich, multimillionaire, billionaire, power player privilege, right? And they want the privilege of being able to do what they want when they want to be able to control society. And if you and I and everybody else are free, right? Free from economic wage slavery, free from, you know, it takes 30 years to pay off a, a home mortgage if you can even qualify one or get out of student debt or any of those types of things. Free where you don't have to punch a clock um, from 18 years old to 75 years old and then you die, right? If you make it to 75, right? You know, brothers, we don't, we don't normally make it that long, right? Um, they want control and power over all of that. And so the best way to do that is to keep our eyes off of the folks who are running things and keep them focused on each other, competing each, with each other, holding each other down. Um, and while there are legitimate issues, there is racism, there is sexism, right? There, those things exist. It happens. Like we've seen it, we've lived it, we know it, right? But so I'm not saying they don't, it doesn't exist, but those things are facilitated and fomented by groups of people who want power um, and want to retain that power. And if you've listened to any of our podcasts, we talk about AI, we talk about um, advances in robotics and different topics. And, you know, we joke and we have a good time, but there's serious stuff going on in the world. And this is one of those things that if we don't wake up as people, right, Black people, white people, Asian, Latino, whatever, if we don't wake up as people and start to say, hey, listen, how can we respect each other, respect each other's freedom, work together, right, share a little bit more, we're all going to become slaves to this system. And it's no joke. You know, um, we talked about AI chatbots and how advanced they're, they're becoming. People falling in love with these things, right? It's, it's, it's not that far around the corner when the AI chatbot that's a little wonky, a little shaky online is going to become that police robot that's rolling down your street. And it sounds crazy and it sounds conspiracy theorist, but I've always said that you got to be a little, a little crazy to, to believe in these conspiracy theories, but you got to be a goddamn fool to think there's no truth in it. These things are unfolding. So that's, that's my, my rant. There is racism. There's a lot going on. There's a lot that we have a right to be offended or angry about. We got a lot of problems to solve, but ultimately we are all the same people. And our problem is not each other. It's people who are trying to control us. That's my rant. That's my thought. That's the truth. If you don't like it, still subscribe, man, and, and give some nice comments. You know what I'm saying? We try, to, we brothers, we try to make it out here, man. And that's the weekend no show. Any final no, thoughts, fellas? Yeah, you trying to get us killed, man. What is this? <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to do a podcast. Anybody listening out there, I'm just trying to chill and do a podcast. And I don't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> I'm saying everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. We cool. Just, hey, no conspiracies. Uh, no, There's not a multinational cabal. No, <laughs> no. No, I, I don't know anything about that, man. Let's, let's, let's get out of here. And, and, and now a word from our corporate sponsors. <laughs> All right, peoples. That's, that's the weekend no show. Uh, we appreciate the support we've been getting so far. It's, it's been fantastic. Please comment. Uh, we'd love to know what you think. You agree, you disagree. Obviously, if you disagree, you're wrong, but we still want to hear from you. You know, we still love you. Uh, like and subscribe, share, and uh, give us any feedback that you have, all right? Peace out, fellas. Any last words? Peace.
Peace. Peace, y'all.